Hello and a warm welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. The mission for this show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and prioritize yourself, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. Do you have a chronic illness and are overwhelmed with advice or conflicting information? My book Hope in a Dark Tunnel gives you actionable steps to create your path back to well-being and positivity, hope and resilience without false promises. Head to www.hopeinadarktunnel.com. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Hello and welcome everyone. It's Bev from Living Fabulously and today my guest is Karen Gunton. So welcome to you, Karen. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your live show. Yes, it's good to have you here with me. So Karen, tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do. Well, I am a Canadian living here in Australia and um, I'm a teacher. I have an online business and I work with women mostly on a mindset and self-empowerment, being the leader of your own life. Um, I use the lighthouse as a metaphor for what we're here to do and how we do it. You know, we use this word, you know, shine our light a lot. Um, but I like the lighthouse as a metaphor because I think it's actually an an action what we can be doing how do we actually shine Um, because I'm not really interested in lip service and I think the word shine is sort of overused yeah so my thing is called the lighthouse revolution and that's what I do I teach people practical strategies to actually figure out what that means to shine yeah and then you take it that step further and that's how we've also been working together is supporting somebody who wants to create something and bring it to life in the world as part of their way to shine so absolutely yeah 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 yeah. so we've been working together on getting my book ready to launch and then getting the launch ready together so yeah thank you for being this guide you know I love the quote that you use about um, you're a lighthouse sort of being grounded and not running all over the island looking for boats (laughs) to save and I keep coming back to that (laughs) Especially when you're in the middle of a book launch like you are and you're bringing this thing to life that, you know, is um, a passion project and you know will help other people and it's got your whole heart and soul in it. It's hard to just stay grounded like a lighthouse shining and not be running all over, you know. Um, It's such a balance of standing in your truth and sharing your story and knowing and having that deep knowing that it matters. This has been absolutely brilliant. So let's talk a little bit. I know you've you've done quite a bit of work and I've seen following how you've been talking about self-leadership and self-care. So, so, you know, talk to us about that. What's what's been your understanding and your the way that you've applied that to your health and well-being? Well, I actually think, you know, the idea of self-leadership is actually quite empowering you know we hear the words like self-empowerment or personal transformation and even you know we talk about mindset and and then you know that's all of course part of it but I like this idea of self-leadership because for me it reminds me that you know it's up to me no one else is going to come along and tell me what to do how to do it no one's going to come and pull my you know pull myself out of the stuckness and and show me the direction I need to go 
it's up to me. And if you have your own business, if you are doing something like bringing a book to life, if you are, um, you know, working in any way within your, I think within your purpose, it really is about leading yourself. It's not like working for a corporation where you've got a boss who's going to come along and tell you exactly what to do. Um, And so I think that idea of self-leadership is actually really important because it reminds us that, you know, we are in charge of our next steps. It's up to us. And when it comes to self-care and when it comes to our health, I think that holds the same, especially if you work on your own or you work from home or you are working on something like a book, you know, uh, no one's going to come along and tell you what's wrong with you. (laughs) You know, you have, if you don't have energy, you don't feel well, you might even have a doctor say, Oh, you know, this is what's going on for you. But the next steps are still up to you. You know, like you are the really in charge of your body, of your, of this physical vehicle that is going to help you do the work you're here to do. And so you have to be a self leader with it. You have to, you know, put it first put your physical body first so that you can do the work that you're here to do and be the person that you're here to be. Cause no one mm. else is going to take care of it for you. It's all. Abs- up- Absolutely. And that's why in the book, Hope in a Dark Tunnel, I talk about the four aspects of yourself because mm-hmm. you do need self-care at a physical level, an emotional level, yeah. Uh, yeah. A sort of mind, you know, the, the mindset stuff and also your soul. Yeah. So, absolutely. What are some of the ways that you enact those type of things? Um, well, what I, I'm glad you mentioned those four sort of areas because what I've noticed for me is that oftentimes one is a mirror for the other. So if my um, sort of emotional strength or resilience or my um, mental strength and resilience is low, then my body will often mirror that, you know, and I'll wake up and I'll feel really low on energy or low, really unwell. I, I get that feeling like I'm just so unwell and I just can't do it. And I realize it's not even necessarily something's physically wrong. It's a reflection of where I'm at emotionally or mentally or on a soul level. And so the more I've understood that, the better I've gotten at kind of balancing all four areas and not just expecting, you know, if I only focus on one that everything else is going to be fine because it's often not. And if you're feeling like, you know, not very physically resilient, if you are feeling unwell, then I've noticed that then everything else kind of follows that lead. And so it's so important to take care of all four things. And I've only just kind of come around to that. Like I used to just kind of ignore my physical self and think if I just powered through mentally or emotionally, I'd be okay. But that doesn't really work. And I often think to myself, you know, on days where I'm not well, either physically or mentally or emotionally, I think, God, what would an energetic well version of me what would that best sort of version of me be able to do and I think about that and I think that's what I want like I want to be that physically well emotionally well mentally well version of me because I think I could do amazing things but I need to take care of myself in order to do that and enough of ignoring it. You know, you work from home and you sit all day and you, you know, you don't necessarily take care of yourself in all the ways. It just isn't going to cut it anymore. It's not sustainable. No. And as we know that, um, you know, my tagline is take care of your business as CEO. Yeah. So what I are you? Not from you. You know, I learned, 
And that's where I think that idea of self-leadership was really powerful to me because I thought if I don't take care of my business as CEO, this entire thing falls down. This mission that matters to me completely falls apart. No one else is going to do that job of taking care of the CEO of this entire vehicle, except for me. It's up to me. So what are some of the non-negotiables, Karen, for you to sort of feel um, that all those aspects are really um, half up and pumping? Yeah, so I found for me what I'm trying to actually do is really small baby steps because I get overwhelmed with this idea that, oh, my gosh, like I need to be doing all of these things. I'm not doing them. You know, and so I have little tiny, tiny goals like um, move every day instead of sitting here in this at this desk every day. And so if I just do something, even if it's only like 10 minutes of yoga or, a, a, you know, a little walk or something, I try. So that's a really small goal, but it, it means that I can fit that in with anything. And for me, I think yoga is probably a big one. But yoga also for me helps with the emotional and soulful side of things as well, the spiritual side. So um, it kind of ticks a few boxes, which is really good. Um, another one, I'm just simply actually just trying to eat a little bit better because I found like working from home all these years on my own that I just wasn't really fueling my body properly. I was kind of ignoring like what that would look like. So just trying to, you know, bring slowly bring some healthier foods into my life bring a bit more movement into my life um bring a little bit more of the um soul aspect as well spiritual aspect with some meditation and um I've I think I've done a pretty good job in my life of taking care of myself emotionally that's always sort of been where my strength is introspection and self-awareness and so it's the other areas I really needed to work on but for me it's baby steps you know even something as simple as drinking more water this, I'm trying to drink more water and I've noticed I can now tell the days where I haven't. And it, it's not just a physical thing. It's a mental and emotional thing as well. I'm just, my resilience is really low and my strength is low if I haven't had enough water. It's such a funny thing, but it's a small little thing that I've been trying to build into my life. Little mm. baby steps, I'd say. Mm. And I think and the truth of that is, is that we are comprised of more than 75% water. So it's the it is the it's the elixir of life along with sleep. So sleep and water are kind of if you could just get those two things right, you'd be well on your way because you know both sort of nourish the body in different ways and boost the emotional and and you know mental aspects of the of the body as well. Um, So it's just it's finding that. And I'm glad you're saying baby steps because that's how I've done this in the book because. Mm When you are coming from a place of chronic illness, you don't need another book that is just so overwhelming. And that's why, for me, it was important to actually write it for somebody who was feeling overwhelmed by information, by what to do, you know, and how to just take the very next step. And that, to me, is really important to get that right. Yeah. And I'd say that, you know, I, I, I'm very fortunate that I am not, you know, in a state of chronic illness and, um, you know, haven't got any sort of diagnosis that I'm, I'm trying to manage. But for me, this sort of wellness journey is more about, as I said, like, what's the healthiest version of me like, and, and how can I take baby steps towards that? And I have to say, even, you know, being in a place of having 
you know, really low energy, um, finding myself, you know, getting sick over and over again, and also dealing with some, you know, uh, mindset and emotional things like depression and those sorts of things um, that I've found and have found the messages of your book to be so relevant because um, I just keep thinking like, why, why wait till I'm at a state where I have, you know, my body is not well at all. And now I'm having to really um, manage all of those other aspects. And uh, I think for anybody who is, you know, just making this decision, like I am trying to make of um, taking better care of my business as CEO, I'm taking better care of my physical health, along with my mental and emotional and spiritual health. Um, the messages from your book have honestly made a massive difference to me. So for anybody who's listening and thinking, oh, I'm not really sure that's me, like I, I don't have a, a chronic illness. Um, if you are dealing at all with just low energy, kind of poor health in general, or just feeling like you're not your best physical self or emotional and mental self, you know, I've learned so much from, from the little strategies that you share just incorporating them slowly, as I said, baby steps into my life. Mm. And we've, um, Linda's here. Thank you for this um, question, Linda. And Linda says, I'd love to hear more about the pressure to stay consistent and show up for every hashtag with illness and, and low um, energy levels. Do you think we're adding extra pressure on ourselves? Um, well, I think that I have certainly been in that state of, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing any of this right. Um, you know, there's too many things and uh, it feel it does feel, I think, overwhelming and can be pressure. And that, I think that's for me that where I'm just get, being really gentle with myself and those baby steps of like the simplest this year when I've been at my lowest um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and I've had and I've had that this year where I've had some really sort of hard and dark periods. Um, just making the simplest choice to drink more water, or just move at some point in this day, get up and move, and giving myself like really, really like low bar goals um, takes the pressure off. Like it's not about changing my entire diet, getting more sleep, quitting sugar, you know quitting gluten and having these sort of big things that feel like a lot of pressure. It's been tiny little low bar things like drink more water, get mm. out of bed and move your body and just do those two things today and then see how you feel tomorrow and try again and try mm. again. Yeah. Mm. And I found also in terms of like, you know, being consistent as an entrepreneur is use tools that actually support your outward business to be consistent so okay. for example if you know you've got a scheduler and you can do your content plan and schedule all those things mm -hmm. another thing that Delise Lazara mentioned was that on the good days is plan ahead like she uh, when she's feeling well mm -hmm. in all aspects yeah. she batch cooks and she puts stuff in the freezer so that she can come back and nourish her body, even on the days where she kind of really dragging herself out of bed yeah. To, yeah. To, to show up. And I think some of the other things that I'd say around the consistency is that, you know, it takes about 28 days to build a habit. Mm -hmm. So like Karen's saying, choose one or two things 
and start creating the habit around those things. So like I mentioned water and sleep, if you are not well, those are two areas that are like, like the low hanging fruit mm. that I would put some effort into yeah. because, you know, if you have a regular bedtime and then you're drinking your, your water consistently through the day, and I, I would call it front loading water. It's better to drink more water in the morning than mm. it is later in the day. Because what you need to do is get the toxins flushed out the body, get water into the brain so that you can get creative and, and um, yeah. feel energized yeah. and lift the brain fog and then, you know, get the regular sleep. So just supports you to lift your energy. Those two things alone would lift your energy if you were consistent with them. And, yeah. and so then once you've got those two um, well underway, then you, you could start to add something. Mm. And I think, again, from the business side of things, like you can have that same approach, as you said, like what I do on on the days that, I've no, as I said, this this year is where I've noticed it, where I've had some really tough periods, is if you just can show up every day and do the simplest, funnest thing. So it doesn't mean you have to be on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, blogging, emailing, you know, we've got this long list of things that we need to do for our business in our head. And that list is is not going to go away. However, even on days where you're not, you haven't got the energy or you're not well, or you're not at your best, is even just showing up and just doing the simplest, funnest thing you can do that one, just one thing that day, and do that every day, it's still adding consistency and it's something which is easier to recover from than nothing. So at periods where you have more energy and you are, you know, more well or more physically capable of, of doing some of this extra stuff, you've got a baseline to start with. Because I actually think what happens is it's a cycle. If you, if you don't do anything at all for yourself physically, for your business, whatever it is, then um, you get into a place where you think, well, why bother? I haven't been doing anything, so I'm not going to do anything. And then because you still aren't doing anything, you still don't do anything. And it's really hard to get out of that downward spiral. So just doing one thing for yourself a day, one thing for your business a day, simplest, low hanging fruit, simplest, funnest, whatever will actually allow you to show up for yourself and for your business. Yeah, because I, I think it's right. We do put pressure on ourselves. And, and that's where that whole mentality that I talk about in my book about the, I had this, nobody told me, nobody said I should. I had this whole soldiering on mentality. Mm -hmm. Mm. which was just the most ridiculous thing because yeah. was, you know, like was showing up at work unwell helpful to me or others? No, because then everybody else got sick. And, yeah. you know, all these type of things where we, we do put pressure on ourselves. So yeah. I think you're giving permission, Karen, to say on the days where you just feel low in energy is choose the one thing that one. is fun and will move you one step forward and doable and I think you think about that idea of soldiering on like what does that mindset do to you physically and emotionally as well it's like you've already made the decision that this is a war and yeah. you're soldiering oh, what you know just changing that outlook and being kinder to yourself I think so important yeah I think what I'd like to just check in before we close mm -hmm. off is what would a fabulous day look like for you? How, how does your day flow? You know, what does that fabulous day look like? 
Oh, I think for me, it includes, you know, those things that we just talked about, like sleep, <laughs> um, yoga. For me, it's yoga or, or a walk out in the sun um, and, and that time to, you know, meditate and do something for myself on a soul level, as well as a physical and emotional and mental level. And then, and then having that sort of energy and that creative spark to just do things, because that's where I feel happiest. But it's the first thing to go when I'm not well in some area of my life. So that creative side and being able to help people, because that's really what I want to do is help people. And so sometimes my one thing for me is just show up and help someone today. That's the only thing you can do somewhere, anywhere, then I could tick the box that my job is done. And then, um, so our best day is when that's happened. Yeah, and that's what I keep reminding myself is like when I wrote the book, and we went through that process, it was even if one person mm-hmm. was supported by this book, it would have been worth writing. Yeah. And so now in the launch, it's if I show up today and I help one person. One person. So yeah. um, it's been a wonderful journey and a, and a tiring one. You know, I've had to take better care of myself. I always mm-hmm. do take good care of myself, but I'm finding that I've had to do more. Um, to make sure that I've got, like somebody said, it's like an, um, a marathon, you mm. know, so you need to pace yourself. <laughs> so, any last nuggets that you'd like to leave us with today? No, probably just what I've already said. You know, like, I think that anybody who wants, who is on a journey of self leadership, self care, and um, putting your physical health in line with those other areas, emotional health, mental health, and and spiritual health. I think your book makes a massive difference. So, um, you know, anybody who's on that journey, I think would would get something from reading your story and and learning those strategies, the simple baby steps that you share. I know they've made a big difference to me. So thank you for that. Thank you for reminding me that I am my business's CEO. And it's (laughs) to me to, to take care of her. Thank you so much for listening and I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.